Welcome back, Aspire listeners. This episode is brought to you by Papa Rob's Coffee. Obviously, the Stamper family is in love with this coffee so much. It doesn't matter where we go. We always have it in the mornings. We brew it, and it is so delicious. So make sure that you go to paparobscoffee.com. Check out all of the wonderful medium and dark blends. And, of course, don't forget to use the code ASPIRE15. That is a code only for my listeners to get 15% off any order from Papa Rob's Coffee. I know you're going to love this gourmet blend just as much as we do. As a reminder, Jeff Gargas, Ray Hewitt, and myself in a few weeks will be at FETC Conference in New Orleans, January 24th and 25th, and I can't wait to present and then participate in a book signing there. If you're going to be at the conference, we'd love to connect with you, so definitely reach out to me via DM at Joshua Double underscore Stamper, or you can reach me at Joshua at teachbetter.com. Of course, that's via email, and we'd love to connect. If you haven't registered yet, but you still want to go to the FETC conference, there is a code that we've been provided, and that's FETC Speaker 23, and that gives you 10% off your registration at any time. This is going to be a quick episode. This is the Failure Files, and I have Frederick Buskey on with me, and he did such a great job a few weeks back as a guest. If you haven't checked out that episode, make sure you do so, but he has the Assistant Principal Podcast, great leader, and really excited to share his failure story. It's very transparent, and can't wait to get into this topic. Welcome back, everyone, to Aspire to Lead, where we will be discussing the visions, inspirations, and experiences from top educational leaders. My name is Joshua Stamper, and you can connect with me on Twitter or on Instagram at Joshua double underscore Stamper. In this week's failure file, I have Frederick Buskey, and he is the founder of Strategic Leadership Consulting and the host of the Assistant Principal Podcast. And Frederick, just for the premise of our episode, I always like asking questions about stories of failure. I think a lot of us provide stories of success, which is awesome and allows folks to learn through the many wonderful outcomes. However, I think there's a lot of power in learning through failure. So if you wouldn't mind just sharing out maybe a story of a time that you felt like you just didn't do a certain thing correct, or maybe you tried to implement something and it went terribly wrong. And how did you learn through that experience? My biggest failing as a leader that still bothers me today happened about 17, 18 years ago. I was special education coordinator in a county, rural county um, educational service center. And we had an ED, emotionally disturbed, whatever the acronyms that you use in your state. We had an ED unit and we had an ED teacher that I was in charge of. And the first time I went in and observed her, I knew that she had just started to check out. I mean, it's a hard job. It wasn't that she wasn't doing anything, but she really wasn't engaging the kids and helping them work on the anger and and the social skills that they needed. And it was just, here's the book work, do this, do that. She just wasn't fully invested. And, and I knew right then I, I got to work with her. I was new at the job. I thought, oh, I got to build relationships first. And the school psychologist that worked with us said, oh, no, she's fine. She's fine. And I just let myself 
let that opportunity slip away. And every year I told myself I would have the conversation with her and I would try to show up on a Friday afternoon thinking we could, we could talk and it just never worked. And I remember distinctly when I, when I got hired in uh, higher education, my last year, that last conversation I had with her walking out, I still remember my feet just echoing, going down that corridor, knowing that I had failed the kids. You know, I failed her. She was on the end of her career. She could have gone out stronger if I had worked with her, but I failed the most vulnerable kids we have. So that not tackling that problem and not working with somebody in that way, just, it still haunts me. So what was the learning experience through that? That we face these ethical challenges every day and we need to tackle them when they're small. You know, early on, I could have broached that subject. It wouldn't have been that big a deal. I had a couple of years that I could have worked with her. When you got to the end, then it's a big deal because you just have then that one shot. So we really need to check our values and we need to hold firm to our ethics and our beliefs. And then when we don't feel we have the skill in something, we need to get the skill because that was the other piece of it. I could do that conversation today. And I could do it in a way that I think it would really be helpful. I couldn't do that then. So get your ethics straight, draw the line, but then work on your skills. It's the snowball effect, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast is a proud member of the Teach Better Podcast Network. Better today, better tomorrow, and the podcast to get you there. You can find out more at teachbetter.com slash podcast. Now let's get back to the episode. I want to take a moment and thank Frederick for not only his transparency in his story, but also his vulnerability, because I know that's not an easy thing to share with listeners in regards to doing something for many, many years. You know, it's still haunting you today that you didn't take action. And I think that's the the major piece in this. Obviously, you know, if I'm going to be very honest with you all, I've had many opportunities to have conversations that I didn't take. And unfortunately, things got worse where I was forced to really have to reflect and and go back in and do the uncomfortable thing of having a really crucial conversation. In that situation, you're having to backtrack a lot more than if you would have just stepped up and, and done what needed to be done right away. And I think that happened more often as a young leader, but even as a veteran leader, sometimes that occurred. And, you know, after listening to Frederick, I think the, the first thing that came to mind was a quote by Todd Whitaker, which is the culture of any organization is shaped by the worst behavior the leader is willing to tolerate. And Todd even said that in a interview with me a while back. If you haven't checked that out, you know, that's a brilliant episode. Todd gives a lot of wisdom, but you know, I think that's so telling as far as, you know, what are we willing to tolerate as leaders? So there's kind of three things that I want to pull out from what Frederick was talking through for our aspiring and current leaders. One is that every educator wants to succeed. He even made mention that of the teacher in the special education department wanted to do right with by kids. However, they were just not going above and beyond or maybe even going through what was expected in that position, right? So I would say that every educator wants to succeed. That's a premise. I believe that 100%. However, I don't think every educator wants to be challenged. And that's where the leadership comes in. What are you going to do to provide feedback, but then also influence to change the behavior that you're seeing? 
The second thing that Frederick said that I think is extremely important is he said sitting side by side with them. And I think that is exactly the mindset we need to have when coaching and working with our teachers. It's not provide feedback and then go away, hope that they succeed, but no, we're going to sit side by side with them and work through this problem together so that we can get the outcome that we want. And the last thing is a comment that I said jokingly at the end, which is the snowball effect. I think this is something that happens in my own career often where I have this idea that the situation is going to be so terrible, right? This parent is upset with me. This administrator or educator, you know, has some ill will toward what my decision was. And the fear gets greater and greater to the point where I start to overanalyze. I start to prepare. What is the situation possibly going to be? And then I go through the experience and it's nowhere near what I built it up to in my mind. I don't know if this has happened to you, but it has happened to be often. And I think, you know, that a snowball effect, sometimes the fear is greater than the experience itself. And we need to understand that happens more often than not. And in that, if we see a need, we need to meet it immediately. Don't wait. If you do, unfortunately, it may turn out like a situation where Frederick was in right? Years had passed to the point where there was no return. If he would have brought it up at that point, it would have been a much bigger conversation than if he would have just initially brought it up, worked through it with the teacher side by side, and got to the outcome that they wanted. So I'm going to leave you with a quote one last time from Todd Whitaker. The culture of any organization is shaped by the worst behavior the leader is willing to tolerate. So reflect today. What are you willing to tolerate? If you need anything, if you need support, please reach out Joshua double underscore stamper on Twitter and Instagram, or you can always email me at joshua at teachbetter.com. Hope you have a wonderful day.